Hey, uh, I'm Anastasia. I'm a designer and uh, founder of uh, Team 40 uh, company that makes uh, furniture design and uh, manufacture it. designer uh, of my own brand uh, that uh, making furniture of, um, with using plywood so um, I educated for industrial designer uh, in Russia and uh, now I live in Moscow and uh, we are working like uh, three years uh, in this project and uh, now we have uh, one uh, collection um, in minimalist style. Well, uh, what else? <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Anna Sajinova and I'm the co-founder of the um, uh, furniture brand called Archpole. There are two of us uh, who had this idea in our minds to organize it, me and Konstantin Laguzin, my partner. We are architects and so we um, started to design and produce furniture 10 years ago and now we actually have huge production and more than 500 pieces in our library of furniture. So one thing I found is that you guys have a lot of architects here. Yes. Right? And uh, I mean you, you're producing uh, chairs and these things that in the end as an architect when you are thought to be an architect the chair is usually the most basic thing right yeah it's super important it's kind of like i saw you also have clothing which i always compare it a bit the chair and clothing it, it has to have the human form in mind so with minimalism how do you try to go about shaping the human form into into something like like a sitting element Yes, uh, shaping it is a very important part of my project because uh, uh, the main uh, the main message that I want uh, to tell about my furniture it is an ergonomic furniture and uh, no one detail uh, exists uh, without uh, function that it could be. Uh, for example, uh, I use uh, ropes and uh, it looks beautiful, but uh, it is uh, very about um, function. It is makes uh, a back softer, and uh, there is no one detail that uh, uh, just for design. It is for for beauty. Uh, all the parts uh, for constructive parts or uh, for for ergonomic. Because we do see a lot of. Uh things around design week that are just to be beautiful actually there's a, several examples we could mention about chairs that are beautiful but they are very uncomfortable right so it's uh, what I'm intrigued about is that usually the idea of minimalism as we think about it as it, it seems to the eye is usually very strong very edge oriented very flat you know and a lot of people don't reconcile this idea of like the flatness and the harshness of an element with the ergonomic aspect that you can bring into it with something as simple as a rope. And is this something that you found 
as inspiration from somewhere else? Uh, wh where does it come from, this, this aspect of your design? I uh, always was thinking about uh, design thinking, <laughs> you know, it is uh, about uh, uh, that we are industrial designers, that uh, I was educated by in this way uh, about uh, design that could uh, solve problems, so uh, solve uh, some uh, um, function needs, I'm about that. And uh, I don't, uh, I, I never will do design that uh, couldn't uh, be functional. Uh, it is uh, the first uh, steps in design, as I think. So uh, it is uh, all about design thinking. And you, as an architect, you approach the same problem from a different perspective, right? It, it starts maybe first as, a, as an idea of something solid. I think uh, first to, uh, to talk about architecture and design, I think it's um, a very interesting question because architects uh, think globally, you know, uh, more, more wide. Because when you're a designer, you design some piece and you think uh, you want to find the production. And architects, uh, architect is some kind of person who is responsible for art, uh, for drawings, for construction, for managing the construction site and to uh, have the final building. And when you face that you just want to make a chair, you just don't think uh, that there are any problems, you know, because you have to be the combination of everything. You just say, okay, I need my chair, I want my chair, I make production for this chair, I sell this chair, so I make the... So you understand, so our architect is some kind of a global manager of everything and also a designer and an artist. And uh, about um, to talk about um, forms, of course it's more simple, uh, but more, um, more functional because uh, for architects the uh, ideal chair is a concrete cube, you know. Because it looks Anything nice. Anything you can actually sit on. Huh? Anything you can actually yes, sit on. Yes, this is why you sit on the perfect uh, chair from architect. Uh, nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. Uh, but it's beautiful. And architects, I think, uh, think they like beauty more than function in furniture because they think about uh, uh, bigger buildings and so on. But at uh, the same time, uh, our furniture is some kind of uh, constructor, you know, because we don't think about the design pieces, we think about the space. So we think how the space looks like. We don't think, uh, for example, about one house in the city. We think how the city works. There's always if there is a square be, uh, in front of the house or it takes all the side, and at the same time we don't um, make uh, a chair or a table that says I am, you know. It makes, uh, um, we think about how to make uh, all the room, all the space, and so that's why the furniture is very simple, but it suits too much to each other, and the beauty is in the small details, in uh, textures, in um, some um, tricks, you know, for example, we made this chair, the full moon, and we had uh, needed to have it uh, soft, but uh, not complicated, we just made this gap, you know, so it became a little bit more comfortable, but it's very comfortable, but it's still made of wood, 
and still it's not you know very um, complicated design so I think it's uh, a little bit like um, making very minimalistic forms but put uh, small but smart details inside I always think of architects like chefs you have to manage cook, you, you have to manage different people as an architect you have to be this gap between the artist sometimes that has an idea and then you have to also speak the language of the engineer and the client and so and the client and sometimes each other they don't know how to talk amongst themselves so we are so you, have, you have to, to learn different languages right and, and you have to manage it all but then like I see here with different pieces that you guys have that just like a like a cook would do you you have this constraint of like the materials that you're choosing to use it's like if i want to build a sandwich and i only have this in the kitchen right you experiment you you experiment with the shapes but not only uh how do you think that this constraint of material that you guys are putting yourselves into to using plywood to using a russian birch to using some uh, metallic elements as well how do you merge it all together into into something uh, ergonomical, into something also beautiful, uh, something that inhabits the space. Like you said, think about the chair not only as a chair in, in, in the void of space, but as a chair in a living place where, where I live. When I was starting uh, to think about uh, producing furniture, uh, I started to think and uh, look forward what in Russia mostly uh, popular uh, what can I use because uh, in Russia now uh, design not uh, that popular um, than in Europe uh, we just uh, can't um, it is not that easy to start uh, to you to do design uh, we have no um, we have no language between uh, manufacturer manufacturer don't uh, use designers they uh, use just technical specialists and uh, uh, make uh, not design but things that could be but uh, so at first uh, you should think uh, what could you do in this situation when design not uh, that uh, big you when no nobody knows you when you don't know what to use here in Russia. So uh, birch plywood, it is uh, the best material to use uh, for furniture because uh, in Russia it is really popular material and um, uh, also instead of uh, Finland, but Russia big, <laughs> Finland small and we have a lot of trees, much more. and. Um, also ropes uh, in my project uh, it uh, is uh, easy to use i don't know what material could be better for the, my uh, function that i wanted to uh, to introduce in uh, my project and um, we also now use uh, micro concrete uh, and uh, it is just looking good and uh, it is um, it is for style in interior or somebody could like it. And uh, for me, birch plywood, uh, I think 80% uh, um, of furniture that we make is made of this material. And for me, birch plywood uh, was something like um, 
the top of the top all the time because you know it is um, very interesting it's very uh, from one side this is a cheap material that is used to put under the like a black floor you know afterwards you put um, the top finishing uh, it's uh, cheaper than other materials but at the same time it's strong enough to make furniture so it doesn't go with the waves you know and doesn't uh, is not so much influenced by the weather and the wet and the sun I don't know whatever and this is um, and this is our traditional tree birch and the tree is so beautiful you know it is white with black stripes and also uh, when you have the plywood it's uh, one of the, the the lightest trees you know it's very light because if you take pine it's uh, yellow and birch is very light and it, um, without finishing it's perfect if you put just a little bit of lacquer it's also okay and this uh, layers they have the possibility to to make art and uh, as you've seen with our chair we make a lot of uh, advantages from this uh, glued uh, layers so we make uh, uh, patterns we dig further uh, and the, so there are going to be circles like a wood so there are a lot of um, uh, possibilities for experiments there and so i think this is um, this is local and this is not um, have too much possibility, uh, possibilities that no one thinks about and this is very architectural so I think um, this is a good material for Russian designers to to create new things but then there's this sculptural element right that you create into things mm -hmm. is that uh, like the way you do it uh, compared to Paris, is it because of an ergonomical? Is it more aesthetic? It's both. So you can't do just one thing or another. So it's ergonomical and at the same time this is a design idea that's unique. Yes, I think it is about design. Uh, when uh, function, you need to um, use function but you need to do it beautiful. beautiful yes it is about designer he is a specialist uh, in um, a lot of things uh, he need to know about ergonomic about material about producing and uh, make a beautiful form from all these parts uh, our chairs could be in different colors uh, and uh, of plywood and also of uh, ropes and um, also, we have bar chair, and uh, you know uh, our furniture uh, very mm, good for cafe or restaurant, and uh, they could use uh, our uh, chairs uh, in bar, and also right just right uh, here in uh, the, for dining table. So it is uh, good that we have a collection uh, to for these cases. You know, in Russia, uh, the um, culture of production is very young. I think it's about 10 years old, because in Soviet Union, the huge productions now this stage is uh, like zero, we put the zero line and start again. We like in yes. Russia. And so all the production, all the design production, um, um, the biggest age is 10 years old. And so the only possibility to do something is to do yourself. And so that's why we also, for example, we use metal, 
but the only possibility to make good quality steel uh, constructions is to uh, open our own uh, metal production, you know. And so uh, from that time we have um, time, quality and so on, and we can make metal, then we start to so, so posture ourselves, and so there's another stage. And uh, to so this is a if you talk to other designers uh, from Moscow, the biggest headache is production. Yes, that is what. Uh, and sales, of course. Yes, it was. I, I was talking about it also uh, that uh, you just uh, need to think about materials like what can I do by myself. But because uh, manufacturers don't use designers. Yeah. But we were making jokes that you know in in Russia maybe uh, we have can make good business if we produce in Russia and write uh, design uh, and produce in Italy and sell it in Russia and also produce and design in Italy uh, uh, and uh, write uh, made in Russia and sell here and so maybe we don't have to transport and people will have uh, what they want. Right, it, I mean, it's like it's like the phone you're holding now. Sometimes it's like uh, an Apple, an Apple iPhone. But even if it's made in China, they rather write designed in California. Yeah, yes. but, but at the same time, you know, people from Russia they want, don't want uh, to buy things that are made in Russia. They want from abroad. When we come here, all the people want something from Russia. So this is um, not um, no one gets what they want. You know? something that's far away but do you think that's a stigma that comes from from back in the communist years that people i think still people think about like engineering like uh, germany is a capital of Asia, yeah. right or milan is the capital of Asia. Mm -hmm. people value these ideas more than the actual problem mm -hmm. right yeah so i think it's important for you guys to be here to showcase like look, all these things we're doing people have a chance to touch them to feel them to sit on them yes that's yeah. why we're here actually so for you, it's more important to export right now as, as a young, uh, as an enterprise. Mm -hmm. mm, I think uh, maybe not completely because uh, to export is interesting and uh, also interesting to to have this experience that people know about us and tell Russians that we are so that uh, we are on the same level. So there is no borders and no so much difference in the country. There is good design and bad design. There is no other qualities, you know. So it doesn't matter where this made. It's uh, nice or not. And uh, also. But we have a very big field to export in Russia also because we have a big country, there is no borders with um, documentation, with everything. We just um, now are training to make good products that can travel everywhere. And uh, I was talking with one of your colleagues before and he said that uh, sometimes for them the one of the good things is that in the end uh, Russian handiwork is very cheap and I see a shift from past uh, past years here in Milan uh, that people are finally starting to value more something that has a, a human element a human touch to it mm -hmm. they're starting to value again all these vintage watches and fountain pens and uh, things made by hand and now people are looking for if, if I want a coffee table right 
maybe I don't want the IKEA one. Maybe I'm willing to pay a bit more for something that someone thought about, someone made more more special to me as a consumer, right? So you find yourself in this situation where, yeah, maybe it's a very young um, company and production is hard, but then you also have some advantages right now. You have like something people want. You, you have like something that is somehow handmade in a way. How do you feel that the future for this young Russian generation of designers and producers that are having to learn like marketing, you said. I think I think we have to keep this balance because it's nice to have everything handmade, but to have to good price, we have to go to mass production and to think about another technology to produce uh, our chairs, tables, whatever. So, uh, and this is also some kind of design thinking. So you produce this chair in this way, for example, the, you know, cotton and polish and lacquer. And, but you can't uh, um, make it faster, for example, and to make it uh, the price different, you should find another technology. You should also think about this as uh, there is another way. You know, uh, I'm thinking that it is not just about handcraft. It is about story behind uh, people, behind companies. And uh, people don't want maybe handcraft. They want uh, a story about your brand. Yeah. They want a story about uh, your uh, things. So we have it. And uh, I believe that we have uh, uh, a really good uh, chances to be, of, um, to be good in future to have uh, a lot of uh, people uh, with our brand in connection. So I think uh, Russian uh, people uh, started to buy uh, Russian furniture of more often than earlier uh, because uh, they started to think that they want something unique not just uh, IKEA that uh, everybody have. They have, they want to have something unique and uh, we have we, we have uh, all that they want. So I agree completely with you that like people are looking for something with a story and, and that's exactly what I, I try to do, what I do, right? To share people's stories. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's always this afterthought, uh, like as a consumer of well, why did someone create something, right? You try to analyze it in a way. But uh, since you already touched into this, and it maybe is like an incredibly broad question, but if I ask you right now, so what's your story? What's the story behind it? <laughs> um, my story is about, um, um, you know, I'm not alone. Uh, I'm making my friendship with my husband. And uh, it is a story about uh, furniture with love. So uh, we uh, love what we do. We are uh, thinking a lot of, about design. Uh, I thought earlier. I said earlier that uh, I'm thinking about uh, function, and uh, it's really important. And uh, I want people to know that I am caring about uh, the comfort. Uh, to make uh, furniture more cozy and uh, looks good and uh, I'm making furniture with love for people thinking about them and uh, I think uh, people who 
order my furniture, they feel it. So it is not uh, IKEA when you are um, buy furniture by yourself and nobody care about you. You are all doing by yourself. I'm I'm talking with people. I'm caring about uh, their comfort. So right. one thing that stuck in my mind when we first met that you said about the ropes that sit on it, it it feels like an embrace right like a hug and so i guess that's what you're trying to transmit also with your design language not only the story behind but you're putting that into into the actual piece right the feeling yes thank you that you noticed it uh for me uh, uh, love of course because i think without that without love you can do cannot make a big deal and also I think our story is about uh, big dreams because uh, we also have a dream much bigger than what we do and it helps you not to notice any problems also because you are just have um, a rushing to these uh, ideas that uh, make you stronger make your heart beat and so you don't notice uh, everything around and so it moves you it reminded me of something you told me. I, I am a watch collector, right? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people that listen to me because we often talk about timepieces. Today I'm wearing this uh, this Soviet uh -huh. Soviet watch. But you're well prepared with all the. Yeah, this is always the same. <laughs> I, these ones are new, they, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, there there's this story about uh, Gorbachev. Right? Mm -hmm. He signed the thing. Europe and he had this watch that instead of 12 it's at zero and they asked him oh, why and he said well, because now is not the end it's the beginning <laughs> right so it's a beautiful watch I've been trying to find one for myself forever so but he has um, so the, his watch that? no this one is different but he mm -hmm. had a very simple watch mm -hmm. that has like a three six nine yeah. zero mm -hmm. well instead of 12 it's at zero mm -hmm. And uh, he said, it's not the end, it's the beginning for Russia, it's, it's a land now of opportunities, right? And the industry is very young, and I guess at the beginning people like you are super necessary, not only because you are expressing yourself, but you are giving the chance to other people to... You, you, you told me before, I think, like, together we're strong. Yes. So we are able to come here to Milan, we're able to showcase all these different things, and we have, like, a story. And maybe it's a story of struggle, for a while of, of hardship <laughs> right but you do it because you you feel that not maybe only for you but like just for what you're gonna leave behind right as russian design language for the world it's, it's something new it's something that maybe even i am not so familiar with people who listen maybe not so familiar with what is going on in russian society and so, what do you think is like the next step for someone who is listening halfway around the world to be like, well, I'm interested, okay, you got me, like, I want to know more. So, what do we do? What do we look for? What do we Google? I don't know, he, he should use Google Translator and come and take time, take coffee, and uh, yes. Um, get involved i think there is no problems with uh, 
language translation and finding something. And better, uh, he should come to Russian. <laughs> or to Russian design house if uh, he listens to us now. What are young Russians doing right now as a lifestyle? I think more or less like <laughs> European uh, young people. There is not much difference. But there should be some difference. You know, hipsters. Hipsters. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so you think Moscow right now is very hipster? Um, maybe a year ago, yes. Now we're going to something. To some hipster upgrade. <laughs> You need to understand also that Russia is really big country and we are really different. And uh, for example, St. Petersburg, St. Petersburg, it is like uh, Europe. Um, Moscow, it is more like Moscow. No, no Moscow is like a business center. Be yes. It doesn't, it's not a city, it's, uh, it doesn't matter. Yes. I told you. Yes. yes. And uh, other Russia, it is uh, more like more simple, more people there, uh, maybe. Um, like countryside. And yes, yes. The, and uh, no, I think the main, the biggest part of uh, Russia, not so interested in design, to be honest. Mm. Because uh, the most uh, interested uh, people the, uh, live in Moscow, St. Petersburg, and just a few uh, cities that. Uh, big cities so uh, people very different in uh, each part of Russia and uh, Moscow lives uh, by business St. Petersburg it is more like culture and uh, other big uh, cities uh, it is uh, just I don't know what can I say <laughs> They, uh, they are just living. Yes, yes, they are just living. <laughs> so it's a more like a very slow lifestyle there. Yes. So if I were to travel to Russia, I'm someone interested in design. I have to go to Moscow. No, but at the uh, same time, if you come, to, um, for example, the same Yekaterinburg or to the Ural, or there are a lot of interesting uh, Vladivostok, there are a lot of um, cities where there is very interesting music, design and uh, deep culture, but it's very inside, you know, it's not like where they have a flag that we are very cool and this and this, but um, it's more um, like with a scene inside there is something interesting, so so you ask difficult questions Yes. <laughs> but uh, actually I'm from Yekaterinburg, I was born there and uh, I want to say that if you will come to Yekaterinburg you will not notice uh, the culture, uh, that we are uh, love design, that we uh, that people exist uh, who loves design, who making furniture like me. You will not notice it. it but when really... you make marketing, you understand that half of people who doing best music are from there. And so... That's very interesting. And what do you think about, I don't know, I, I'm assuming it's not your first time in Milan. Mm -hmm. 
about you been to other trade shows. Is it your first time in Milan? Mine, yes. And you got a chance to go around a bit yet or not? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much work here. I was only on Tartona district and watched uh, some uh, design and that's all. And okay, so like as a roaching house come here and showcase what you're doing but also as a person, as a designer, as an architect, as an industrial product designer. You come here and you also have the opportunity to see other things, right? So it's like an overwhelming influx of information. What do you take from here, inspiration-wise? It's also important, I guess, to understand the market, what people are actually looking for, what is the trend in certain things. Uh, for me, it's just, uh, I think, the matter of great inspiration in general. So it doesn't matter what trends or some particular design, but just the atmosphere that all the city is integrated in this uh, love for design and everyone meets uh, each other and uh, design is everywhere, but um, uh, and you, you never know where you find this inspiration, you know, there is no recipes, you have to go there and you see there something special. Uh, it's like water, you know, you just have to go with open eyes, ears and um, everything. And in, in, in this um, situation you have opportunity to find something uh, personal for yourself to be inspired. And uh, I want to say that uh, I found uh, the, the better inspiration for me here. It is a feeling, feeling that we are much closer than I thought when I was in Russia. It is a really big uh, country and when uh, you are living in Europe, in the middle of this huge country, you think no. Every uh, abroad, it is far, far away, and it is not about me. And now I'm feeling that we are much closer here. We are in uh, the same world, actually. <laughs> so uh, the I, same street. <laughs> yes, it is. It's, uh, yeah, it is uh, much more uh, inspirates thing that uh, makes me feel so excited. I like it. Like you said, it's a bit like water, no? But you still have to take the decision to mm -hmm. to jump in a way to, to be. Yes, we don't know where you will find this big decision, <laughs> but um, we couldn't not uh, not uh, make it. That's great. And just to finish this up, uh, I already asked you, but uh, this is a uh, most question for for the podcast. Is uh, how do you drink your coffee? <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> actually, I love Vietnam coffee. Um, I were in uh, Vietnam uh, last in a uh, year ago, uh, and uh, I tried it, and I just fall in love with it. It is tastes like chocolate. I love uh, Vietnamese coffee. Can you explain a little bit what the difference? It is taste chocolate, and it is really tasty. Uh, I. I want you to try it. It is really good. So it's uh, very sweet. Yeah, uh, not that much, but it is uh, a little bit sweet. And uh, I think it is making uh, from uh, chocolate, not just uh, we are trying uh, in sweet things. It is uh, more about uh, beans. 
chocolate beans. Maybe some, some flavor there. Flavor, yes. Okay, well, thank you very much for your time. I think I, I already do that. Thank you to be so deep uh, <laughs> with it in precise with your questions so I think you have a long interview from all of us yes it was really interesting to talk with you thank you and uh, just to remind everybody where can we find you guys uh, online do you have accounts on Instagram yeah well? you can find us on Instagram if you type Archpol and I think this is one of our um, uh, most famous channels and also we have a uh, the website archpol.ru and the Russian Designers Club is uh, written like PD Russia. You can find us in social networks as well. And my brand uh, you could find if you are uh, searching in Instagram team uh, dot forty or uh, team forty dot ru. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.